Okay, everybody. We have a special treat today. This is right out the gate, absolutely not for CEUs. Today is just a way of saying thank you because y'all, about a month ago, three weeks ago, we hit 1.5 million downloads on First Bite. And that's 1.5 million downloads in over 100 different countries. And Aaron and I are just overwhelmed by the joy and the love and the fact that you go on this nerd venture with us like every single week. Or <laughs> I mean, every other week when we may or may not hit the submission deadlines in time because life, reality. So anywho, we thought we would do a super fun behind the scenes and to kick it off, we have the goose, the bear, and the oh so fun, Mr. Dawson Love. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, Goose Stranger Dawson, why don't you say hi? Uh, hey, I am Goose, and uh-huh. here's here's Bear, the crazy person. Boo boo, come here, come say hi. Hi, bye. <laughs> <laughs> and Daddy, come say hi, Mr. Dawson. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and daddy is out. Okay, so Goose and Bear, wait, we thought Miss Erin was going to ask you Bear, a question or two, and then you can roll. So, Miss Erin, wait, don't put the letter opener. <laughs> Get that down. Okay. Oh, dear God. Okay. 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 First question Bear, you do the best explaining. Well, let's ask you an easy one. What's your favorite color? Hello? Goose, what's your favorite color? Dark green or camo. Ooh. Nice. Okay, what's your favorite food? Tacos mm. or pasta? Oh, which kind of pasta? Because I make a lot of pasta. Don't um, worry. No one sees you on the video. Convenient. It depends. What's your favorite food? <laughs> Did you say or the tuna salad. I do make good tuna salad. Mm-hmm. Bear, you're computing. What do you think? Turkey and cheese sandwich. Turkey and cheese sandwich. And how does your mom make it? That you Toasted. Really like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you told me, what does she do with the bread? Puts it on the stove. Yeah, but what does she put on the bread that makes it go oh, yeah, the butter. cracks, the butter. butter, that helps make it really, like, like smooth and soft? Yeah, you like it with extra butter on both sides and then pan-seared because you bougie like that, my sweetness. Well, I don't – I never asked for that, so. Oh, really? <laughs> How many times a day do you say, can I have a turkey cheese, but you have to make it hot – <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't understand what that means. Okay. Yeah. No, okay. What's your favorite feast? You call what do you call dinner? Like when it's a big meal, you call it a feast. But what's your favorite memory of a feast? Like mine is Thanksgiving. Sunday. Thanksgiving's your favorite? What Not you Thanksgiving. Okay, Goose Especially because I don't like eating steak, so when we, who we eats steak for Thanksgiving? Grandfather, <laughs> grandfather makes steak on Thanksgiving, and the boys are like, "No." <laughs> well, I'm mostly like, "No, no, no." Yeah, we're not no. a big beef family. Okay, Bear, I want you to come here and do an explanation. I want you to explain to us how people swallow. Come a little closer. Come, Don't worry; they close. won't be able to see you on the camera. Yeah, they can't the see you on the camera. For us. Yeah, they can only hear you. So you and you have to speak loud so they can hear you explain how you swallow. Well, whenever you eat, when you first you pick it up, take one bite and two. But when it starts to feel weird, just make it feel better by swallowing. Let just like do it immediately, and then it'll go through your 
throat down to your stomach, which oh. takes about, I think, five to three seconds. Mm-hmm. And it goes into acid, goes through your intestines, and then you poop it out. <laughs> <laughs> which the entire which takes, takes about, about one to two days. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And just one tiny little thing can take like three hours. Or to digest. Yes. In your stomach. Yes. 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 Okay. <laughs> Goose, how often should you poop? At least maybe once or twice a day would be. Mm-hmm. So I, maybe like just about 14 times a week mm. as a hopefully maximum. I, I would say, this is my calendar. Okay. I poop once oh, a day. Yep. And yes, you do. I, do you poop in the morning or at night? Depends. Depends. After well, after yeah, it depends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And after school, after pee school. just mm-hmm. once or twice. What? He won't pee at school, and we hold it all day long. Mm-hmm. And then he, once he comes in the house, he's I, like, people, I, people, I, people he, say you have to like hold it, in, but there's always something that we have to do, so I can't just. And you don't like to interrupt people. No, no, he now not. goose. If someone doesn't poop, but like every three days, what should they do? One, Push uh, it. <laughs> what did you say? Push it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we should push what? it out. Yep. My, so what would your mom say that they should do? If your mom is seeing a kid and they're either not pooping try on. to poop or maybe schedule an appointment with the doctor for possible constipation. <laughs> <laughs> Up top. High five. And my biggest record is okay. no, well, one time. I didn't poop for a whole week. Yeah, you were at grandparents' house. I didn't know why. <laughs> you didn't. Probably because you didn't eat much food. And you had poop anxiety. You don't like to poop when it's not at your toilet. Yeah. <laughs> yes, she does. <laughs> now, Goose, if somebody asks you what does your mom do, what do you tell them? Speech language pathologist, SLP, or teaches baby how to talk. That mm-hmm. too. Or mm-hmm. eat. Or eat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. What, what do y'all think Miss Erin's job is? I think the same thing as mom's, except she's also a nurse. Oh. <laughs> I hear you talk about hospitals a lot, so. See, I do work in a hospital, yeah. But yeah. I'm Something like that. Yeah. I'm not a nurse. But I see the kids that are in the hospital. But Jesus. Okay, student. something like that. Um, a difference is student teacher. No, she's not a student, not a student yeah, I've been oh. a student for like five years. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. Oh, Trick question. Gosh. How old is Miss Erin? In her 20s. Calculating, calculating. I think it was like uh, 23. Uh, Are you not sure? <laughs> You're so full of shit. <laughs> okay, Bear, Bear. Oh, here, I'll give you a math problem. When I met you, you were two. And how old were you? And I was 20. Math is hard. <laughs> but, um, 23. Oh, 29. So 29. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh. Do I look 23? That's amazing. Awesome. Great. That's, Thank you so much, Goose. That was partially 5K math, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was learning about that in 5K. Now, Bear, I think also that people would really like to hear because your mother has written a book and they know all about the book that she's written. But what book are you writing? About my hamster. Mm-hmm. And what's it called? Mom, I haven't even finished it. I don't know. Dr. Bumblebee versus the world. <laughs> I was going to call it that, but I'm not even finished with the book. I'm only on page one to, I think, like, 11. Okay. That's a lot. I got a thousand thousand words, though. 4,000 words. 4,000. Okay. Page 13. 13. Okay. 
All right, can you tell them about your hamster? What is his name? Dr. Bubble Butt. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That was great at the same point. I can't speak until I say your name. No backs. <laughs> Mom power. Who's <laughs> danger, Dawson? Okay. Who is responsible for cleaning the cage? Me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Because mom doesn't do it. What's and the motto? You know why I want to keep the hamster in my room? Because I'm the only person that cleans hey, his cage. I clean his cage too. I I got to call Bumpkiss on that. You actually don't. Well, you I do can, feed him though. I do. You only do like a hundredth of them. Of it. Okay. I can keep him in my room. I earn that pet. I, earn I do not Okay, tell everybody how you earned the hamster. I've been keeping my clean room for three months. Mm-hmm. Your room clean. Which, surprisingly, Dad said that, not and expecting they, And they didn't actually happen. keep it clean they for did, three months. They didn't, didn't even clean it. They didn't clean for an hour. They <laughs> asked, guess what? So, after they said that, um, it, they were not really planning on saving up their money because they knew I couldn't really do it. I'm like, yeah, so we had to wait. And then, guess what? I did it. So, they had to pay when they didn't even But he actually off. kept it clean for, <laughs> what was it? Oh, yeah. Four and a half months. Why? Because it took from, like, a month and a half just to find the monies. Yes. We had to put it in the budget. It was $150. <laughs> that was not budget. Okay, wait. Tack Dawson spends a lot of time talking about our budgets. Sometimes we have funny money, and sometimes we don't have funny money. And then we found out that Aunt Squat, yes, Aunt Squat pays for their cousin Sandy Sand to get good grades. Do you guys get monies for getting good grades? No. No, why? No. Because um, she expects us to get really good grades. Now, if we did, I could buy that $70 hamster cage, which only I am saving up for. Yes. Also, he is not. Uh huh. Also accurate. Okay. I'm like, if I paid partially all my money, we could buy it, but I'm not doing that. I just need $36. Okay, so you guys have to do extra chores. Because do you get paid? Whoa, 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 whoa. Packed off some rules. Do you get paid for regular chores? No. No. Why? Because that's pretty much easy. We're grown up. And. And plus, like, school grades, we're expected to do that. That is mm-hmm. right. Yes. Because you're part of Pact Awesome, and Mommy is the Mommy and not the uh, maid. maid. Thank so you. I, Stay with me. Oh, wait, I, I have a question. I got an A+. Plus. Sure. Wait, Miss Aaron has a question. What's your memory of when you met me? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, uh, memory doesn't go that far back. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calculating. What's your first memory of Pact Awesome plus Aaron? Still, my memory doesn't go that far back. It doesn't. <laughs> yeah, just, but like, so what do you remember first? What are things we did that you remember? I remember we went to the zoo that one time I and can't. Bear dressed as Bat Bear. Yes. Why? At the whole zoo. <laughs> Don't touch your brother's face. Yes. Why? Okay, so wait, tell us. Wait, the chairs on wheels. Don't wheel me out. And I went to um, Goose's Christmas thing. What? Oh, oh yeah, that yeah. Christmas party that I had. Your mommy and me. My babe. brain doesn't go that mm-hmm. far back. It's okay. <laughs> okay, so tell us what is one of your favorite memories. When we get into mischief with Miss Aaron, Greenville. Oh, oh, Greenville, Greenville. We went to Greenville and you stayed at my hotel. Partially apartment. downtown. <laughs> yes, yes. And they even had a cool pool. Except, you know what happened? Miss Sam walked with us yes. and then we put her into labor. Oh, yeah, we did. We did put Miss Sam into labor. Did I not tell you you're you going did. to go into labor? Oh, what is the point? I'm sorry, we, we have to get back to the point. Really Greenville is awesome. What are we really talking Greenville's about? Greenville is awesome. Yeah, what we're really talking about, we got into a whole conversation. This about is what we're doing. Yeah. This, is, this ah. is what we're doing. Okay. Okay. We're just talking about things because, like, it's really fun to. You guys make me laugh a lot. Fair. What do you want to be when you grow up right now? Sometimes it changes. Mm-hmm. One million things. I know a lot. Okay, but the, what is the thing you, that's new that you told me about this week? Author. An author, but what else do you want to open? Brennan. 
a runner and you want to open something. Oh, running a store. team. Running team, yeah. Runner team. Tea. Tea. Oh, tea shop. Yeah, you want to open, open a tea, tea shop. shop. And then you <laughs> farted. You said, Mom, I want to open a tea <laughs> shop. And then you ripped it. And I was like... <laughs> Did you just hit your head on the mirror? Every time I say tea shop, something happens. <laughs> maybe that's a, maybe that's a bad sign. Maybe, you maybe we shouldn't shop. open a tea no. shop. No, no. And Goose, what do you want to be when you grow up? Jag officer. A jag officer? Jag officer. And what does a jag officer do? Jag officer deals with legal stuff in the military, and a jag officer also is a military commander and is responsible for some strategic battle plans. Do you have to go to? Do you have to go to law school? Yes. Which branch do you want to go for? Army. All the way. Hua. I think I made a bump yes. on my head. You <laughs> did. You probably have now. a tiny bump. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what is, you have everybody listening. What is one thing you want them to know about yourself? you got the whole wide world listening. What do you want to tell the world? This part's the stinkiest. <laughs> <laughs> my words are the stinkiest, Goose. Yeah, they are. Okay. You should listen to me sometime. <laughs> okay. Sure. All right. So sure. give me another thing. What else do you want the whole I want to know about he, y'all? He pukes mostly all the time. He has strep throat. Yes. Whenever he <laughs> okay. gets strep, we do, we do projectile vomit. <laughs> Each um, night. Well, yes. Each night. Now, okay, here's my question. If you were to describe yourself in three words, how would you describe yourself? Goose, you start. Because we have to talk kind to ourselves, remember? Three things about myself is one, I love dogs. Two, I love military planning. Mm-hmm. And three, I like hamsters. I love that. Mm. Okay. You say yours, then I want to hear three words. So, like, I would say that I'm very kind. That would be a word I use. So, think about your three words. I'm very, kind, tell me happy, three energetic. things. Kind, happy, energetic. Oh, oh, I love those, Goose. Those are fantastic. Those are good. Okay, now, Boo Bear Dawson, tell us three facts about yourself. Happy, kind, smelly farts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Did God. Right I was about to. Okay, <laughs> honey, get up and don't fart on your brother's face. Oh, you're stuck. Okay. <laughs> To describe Miss Erin, nice works all the time and, <laughs> and nice. Kind, loves classical movies and <laughs> I don't think that's something they hate about you as a classical. Finally, Disney classics. Pretty, right? You mean pretty? Sure, I guess. <laughs> 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 yeah, you are on a podcast, baby. Oh, I've been thinking what you're on. Yeah, that's what did you think we were doing, baby? Nothing, just talking. Oh, okay, oh. okay, that works too. <laughs> I love you so oh, much. Boo-boo. Okay, all right. Okay, what about three ways to describe mommy? Oh. Um, nice, cooks good food, okay. and farts barely anytime. Okay, <laughs> thank you. I was gonna say nice, uh-huh. loves to walk, and. <laughs> Probably does cook like the best food I've ever had. Wow, definitely. And I was and is vegetarian. Oh, I was thinking of opening up a restaurant called Dawson's. Oh yeah, we did talk about this. We yes. And then what are we going to cook at Dawson's restaurant? All the food you make. Okay, fair. (laughs) 
Come here, baby. Dog and feels the, left and out. And the snacks that I make. Yes, you do make dog Dog, what's your, okay, what's your, oh, Goose, you love to cook. What's your favorite things to make for people? My favorite thing to make is either peanut butter jelly bananas, which are really good, and Peanut butter jelly bananas? Yes. Yeah. He makes oh, really good. You've made me and peanut then, butter bananas huh? before. And then, do you know those, like, dessert cake shell I'm things? so sorry, doll. Oh, yes. Yeah, I put I put jelly, and then I put whipped cream, and then... You like, a, put, t- a little and, tart. Yeah, and then I put fruits on top. Yes. How would you... Like how about... How will we... We scry... Words are hard, describe, baby. You got it. One more time. Dumplings. Okay. Dog, how would we describe... Did you say <laughs> dog? <laughs> Oh my god, even Doc is upset. <laughs> the world is watching you. Oh my god. Was, oh, oh my I can Oh no. Oh god, it's so bad. Goose, what did you eat? It was called the cheeseburgers he ate yesterday. Well, like cheeseburgers. Okay. Calm down. Okay, alright, alright. Alright, three words to describe dog. Punches you in the face whenever you don't pet her. Okay, that's a sentence. That's not a word. Very stinky for Energetic. That's three words. Energetic. Um, energetic. Needy. She's a little needy. She is very needy. She's ferocious. You're definitely the ankle down baby. I love and zoomies. So oh, she does the zoomies. <laughs> zoomies. I, do. I love dog zoomies. zoomies. And you want to know something funny about her? What? So we were walking in the gym at the old house this one time, and dog came in and we heard a ginormous fart. Did you save this video? Walked out of the room looking guilty, and okay. it smelled like death. It smelled like pure death, like <laughs> death. a zombie. Yeah, it sure, smelled death. like a zombie. Goose, now I just got a zombie. That's, <laughs> that's why I almost threw up. It's so bad. <laughs> Don't, do not smell her. Dog, don't, do not Dog worry. Like, don't talk about me. We're, they're not talking about your first Dog, baby girl. Do you guys have any questions for us? I know Goose likes to ask questions. Hmm, let me think of a good one that's just my Oh, okay. Okay. What's your favorite board game? Oh. Oh. I think Clue. Okay. <laughs> a goo bear. Don't then in that case, I was going to pick my nose. Yeah, first I can teach you how to play Yeah, we have a clue board game, but we don't know. We don't know. Also, Goose tries to do gooser rules. No, I'll teach you the real rules. Yeah, because we tried once, but it never worked. Yeah. It did not work well. You're a good girl. Okay, mom's favorite board game? Dog licked my mouth. Well, you put his favorite dog put his mouth in front of you. Guess who? I love guess who. I like the sound of the things when they click down. It's very satisfactory when it goes. Oh, good. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, Bear, what's your favorite board game? I know his least favorite. Oh, yeah. I know my least favorite. Okay. What is that? What's, what, whenever you like travel around the world, what's it called? Oh, Ticket to Ride? Ticket to Ride. No, Trekking the World. He, both. Both. Trekking the World? Both okay. 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 But his second, he's maybe like third least favorite board game is my favorite. Risk. Love it. No, I love that. <laughs> Highly endorse the Risk. I, yeah, that's always because we beat dad, then we beat mom. No, I all, I love yes. Risk. Yes. Somehow when we play Risk as a family, daddy always goes out first. Daddy. And then, because he always and chooses then the almost capital, and then we take him over. I know, and then I know. Mom, and, and, then mom, the and then mom always loses, so me and Goose gain up on each other, and then 
Billy Gang up and then beat those. Yes, I am there. I know how that's how you play. I'd only take Europe. Don't. Okay. Europe. Ask Miss Erin. What other question do you have for Miss Erin? There, you ask this time. What do you mean? Think of a question. What's something you want to know about or from Miss Erin? How much farts do girls No more farts. <laughs> no more farts. I'm cutting you off on fart. Yes. Girls don't fart. How, um, how many times no. do gorillas... No, gorillas. No, about no, me. About, about Miss Erin. Oh. That's what you mean. Okay. okay. What do you say about quality belong? When do you not oh, wear your... When, no. when do you not wear your glasses? Okay. okay. Goose asked me a more emotional question, so I'm going to give him a second. Okay? My favorite thing about your mother... Oh, that's tough. I can't think of anything. I'm just kidding. Uh-huh. I, I don't think um, That is real. That is real. I'm blushing over here. Um, um, my favorite thing about, oh, this is my favorite thing about your mom. Your mom does this thing that she doesn't, didn't realize that she does, where like when people want to talk to your mom and they like get really excited at her lectures, she places her body so that her light like shines other people so that other people can shine too. She always says, shine your light uh, on yeah. others, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, vice versa for you, Mom. What's your favorite thing about the series? I, I was going to ask a question. Oh. Okay, we'll get <laughs> My favorite thing about Miss Erin is how deeply she loves and puts emphasis on building relationships. And she has put emphasis on that as long as I've known her. And... In all things, whether it be a relationship with a patient and their family or with us and friends or with her family members, she puts extra effort into supporting people. And it's just kind of amazing. Okay. You have a question, Barry? You have a question. So, okay. when do you not wear your glasses? That's <laughs> when I forget them. Oh. Mm. I should wear them all the time. I need to get contacts. Mom, dog does not understand what is happening. No, oh, dog. Sugar, I see stuck it's okay, nose. dog. It's oh, okay. please don't sneeze on me. <laughs> because I'm having a podcast. And I'm like caught right up, down. Caught up a podcast. Bear, what's your favorite thing about your mom? <laughs> um, oh, choose wisely, child. <laughs> and your favorite thing about me? Because I'm pretty, right? Sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the food you make. The food I make. That's oh. your favorite thing? Okay. Okay. Well, she puts a lot of love into her food. I do. That's how she shows My love. My favorite thing about mom is probably how energetic and happy she is under tough circumstances, too. Oh, I love you. Good. And guys, I didn't pay them to say this. this the what? Just- yeah. No, dog, do you love me, too? What's your favorite about me? Um, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> They like classic movies. Guys don't like those movies. Do you you even like? What about like me? No, you guys. They're not classic. They're just classic. You know, like. That I like how you pet Dogwood because she normally does not like me petting. Do you like being around me? Yes. Oh. And I don't understand how you can pet Dogwood so neatly. Me on the other hand, she looks like she's about to bite me right now. Well, that's because you tried to ride her, and she's 14 pounds, and you can't try to ride her. I'm not riding her. I'm putting my legs right in between her. Well, she doesn't want you to straddle her in any way, shape, or form. I want want to hear. Goose, what's your favorite thing about Miss Erin? My favorite thing about you is when you, almost every time you come over, we always have this great adventure planned and you always make this great adventure when you come over so it kind of makes me feel happy because I always love doing those great adventures with you 
I love doing great adventures with you. And I love our, you know, I love is our movie nights where we build a fort and we stay up till midnight and Goose gets really excited. Which I will totally admit that this weekend, these people stayed up to midnight two nights in a row and mom was done. Mom went to bed. Mom just fell asleep at like maybe seven. It was like (laughs) 1030. So thank you very much. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Tell the people what we saw this weekend that Bear said was very inappropriate. Oh, Um, Taming of the Shrew by... (laughs) William Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. Very. Oh, hey, it's pouring room. outside. <laughs> 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 Squirrel. Wait, I have something. Can I say my favorite things about you guys? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. My favorite thing about Bear is how creative you are and how you see the world and this. Be- you see all the beauty in the world. Like you see all like you find the most beautiful things that I wouldn't even notice, and mm-hmm. it makes you very creative in what you do. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing I about have there ideas. is oh, he always makes thing. people run away when he farts. No very true. My, my, favorite, fart my favorite thing about Goose is that you are very in touch with other people's needs, mm-hmm. and you really like to take care of everybody and make sure that everybody's okay. Yeah, you always do that too. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, both mostly are very at good. School. Mostly, yeah. At you both are very good at taking care of other people. I would do that partially every day at school because... And that's why you guys make so many friends. everyone gets hurt because the playground was so rough. They had this <sighs> ginormous slide, a little climbing area. It can hurt whenever you fall. Okay, so mommy's words of affirmation for you too. Fart, fart, make farting. <laughs> that means you. Okay, so Boo Bear Dawson. I am proud and I love being your mom because one, you love Jesus Two, Goose, don't pick your nose. I'm not. Oh, sorry. Looks like That's two? Okay. Yeah, two. <laughs> two, I love how you ask us to be present with you. How you are learning to define what you need and you ask for it. And that's huge emotional intelligence. I don't really understand. You that. say, Mom, how long till I have to move out and go to college? And it was like 10 more years. And you said we had to put a lot of fun into 10 years to make a lot of memories. Very true. Because, well, actually, that's a lot of time. So that's going to take a while. But I love that you know how to ask for what you need and you want. And that's huge. Also, you're such a giver. And Goose Danger Dawson, you are just straight out the gate a natural born leader and always have been. And you are patient. When Uncle Matthew comes around and he needs help, or when we're out and a door needs to be gotten and help for a lady or somebody that has their arms full, you just, you jump up and do it. And that is... Yay! Yes. Okay. So can we get back to funny things? Okay. Y'all go play and Miss Aaron and Mommy will go. Or is there any other funny thing you want to say? Poop. <laughs> <laughs> One more. I remember at the family reunion... Where everybody was serious taking a picture. Okay. And oh, then yeah. just before we, everybody took the picture, Barry held out butt <laughs> And the entire family started like laughing. And then, after, and then after that, when um, they said, someone said, start over, start over. And then dad was like, poop. <laughs> dad did say poop. And then we wonder where the fart jokes come from. Thank you, mm-hmm. daddy. Dad's blood. <laughs> dad's blood. Yeah, you got that. Dad's seen it. Dad, that, dad's that, 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 like, there you go. Okay. Well, we love you. I love, <laughs> I love you. We've been dismissed. Peace.
Poop. Poop. Okay, go. Okay. Go play. Pee farts bubble. <laughs> Thank you. The podcast is only an hour long. Yeah, we're just going to talk for a little bit more. Goose King Danger, can you shut the doors behind you? Oh, yeah, sure. Thanks, sure. baby. Yeah, sure. Remember, that one doesn't catch all the way, but that's okay. All right? Thank, Thank you. you. Love you. Love you, boys. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Y'all, my sons, the goose and the bear. Huzzah. Oh, my God. Okay, so of all of the episodes we've done, okay, which and all the guests that we've had on, what is one of the things you remember the most or love the most that sticks out and you're like, oh my God, that was like an aha moment. Mm. And it could be one that hasn't been released yet. Y'all, we've like literally recorded all the way through to October at this stage of the game. But Kim Barthel is my favorite. Yes. I love her so much. She'll be on... July. She July. In July. The calendar somewhere around She's here. She's an occupational therapist mm-hmm. who, if you don't know her, you should. And we talk all about trauma-sensitive practice. I'm taking her 12-hour course right now that she was so, so, so kind enough to give Michelle and I because she's all very giving human. That was wonderful. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she, her company that she lectures through is called Relationship Matters. Mm-hmm. So she's very focused on relationship and the neuro biology of relationship, Mm -hmm. which is really amazing. And I think that, I think we do a good job of bringing on so many different voices. Yes. Because our goal is to shine other people's light. Our goal is not to, we can't know it all. I mean, guys, when we do this, like there's no way one single therapist can know everything for every child, nor should we have to, and we shouldn't have to put that pressure on ourselves. But our goal here is there are all of these different experts and their subject matters. And if we can bring the experts, bring their research, if we can bring their passion and we all grow a little together, then that's it. And I love shining other people's lights. Like that is there's that Malcolm Gladwell book. Dog is snoring in our lap, mm-hmm. laying on both of us. There's that Malcolm Gladwell book, The Tipping Point, I think yep. it is, where he talks about like the magpies, the connector. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, has some great qualities and some not so great qualities. But like, I truly feel like that's my superpower is connecting people and connecting ideas to help put joy and evidence into the world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that, and we're just very grateful to be able to meet all these people on this journey and hear from all these different people and connect. Like, I think that's been the coolest thing I've learned is like just connecting with people. Yeah. Yeah. So in October, we have Bracco Rhymes with Taco. They're coming on to talk Mm -hmm. about barium, which on the surface doesn't sound like totally like, okay, it's barium. Yeah. But- the physician, Dr. Steven, his total and utter excitement over the different properties of barium. And he was like, yeah, like this one comes from the tree that the giraffe seed and it comes up with like a different, like mm-hmm. the, how nerd deep level that man went on what he loved. Like I freaking love that. Like he got so excited about that. Yeah. And like, yeah, that one was Michelle Theron, the friendship through AAC. That one was one of my favorite, just because I think we come in with the goal of trying to teach language, teach communication, but 
to go back to your making meaning thought process and you know mm-hmm. that why do we need to communicate like one of the huge parts of communication is is friendship and making and building those relationships but to actually go into treating mm-hmm. a little like to go into a session with a mindset that like my job is to help you make a friend yeah it just completely shifts and that was man i love that one also, Joan Arvidsson was really freaking cool. Mm-hmm. She said before we recorded, she goes, I've never done a podcast, but I find you intriguing. <laughs> I was like, okay. oh my God, is that good? <laughs> she was like, yes. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> that was, I called a lot of things in my life. Mm-hmm. Intriguing has never been one of them, but that's awesome. Okay. So where do you want this to go? We've done this for, honey, we've done this for five years. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That is crazy, isn't it? Like, wow. Yeah. Everybody's got the podcast now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> All but, podcasters know it's true, though. Everybody, like, it's so it's so cool. I mean, I love to listen to people. I, I'm a podcast listener as well as a podcaster. Wait, what's your favorite podcast? I have a large variety. Ologies is one of my favorites if I just want, like, information. So there's flies everywhere. Yes. Um, Ologies by Allie Ward. Ologies by Allie Ward. We love you. I love Glennon Doyle's podcast. Yes. She's the writer of Untamed. And then I also do, I love reality television. So I love like a good, like Two Chicks in the Office is like Mm -hmm. a funny pop culture podcast. Okay. And then I'm trying to think what else. I like dating podcasts because I'm really bad at it. So I just try to get some assistance. (laughs) I'm just saying whoever you do bring home has to pass muster through your dad yeah. and your stepdaddy and your sister and all of the Dawson menfolk. And that will be God helping and all. Sam. Oh, Sam. Sam. Yeah. She'll be the toughest, I think. I don't know. Goose is very protective. Goose is very protective. Goose. Okay. So Pac Dawson loves Atlas Obscura. The boys love Atlas Obscura. That's their favorite podcast. And they're short. They're like 15 minute time spans. They pick like this random spot in the map and then they roll with it. And you got me turned on to ologies. I like Star Talk with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Okay, you just um, like the voice. Well, he's my second favorite astrophysicist. Oh, I forget that you have favorite um, astrophysicist. They're a thing, but I love him because he picked like a top like hyperspace or string theory or it just what forms or what could be on the other end of a black hole, like okay. different topics, and then they like walk you through it and they pull on really really cool other astrophysicists or. It's just wonderful. Also, they have a comedian sidekick whose name I always forget, so forgive me. Okay. Um, and 99% Invisible with Roman Mars brought to you in beautiful uptown Oakland, California. I love him. He's great. Okay. But it's the history of design of everything. Like what makes the pinkest pink? What is the inherent sexism in the layout of roadmaps? Like to get men from point A to point B the fastest, but it takes like so much longer to get to elementary school mm. and like the the why behind that it's just oh dog. i know babe oh come here come here oh guys now. dog isn't doing great see we are leave your ball you it's just fine. need to rest it's yes fine. her heart is finally catching up with her mm-hmm. yes well where i want it to go i think we should just keep doing it it will look duh yes we have some things that we're planning mm-hmm. that we can't talk about yet. 
which I hate that. You know, people have gone, I'm just saying that I'm planning that I can't talk about, but we really can't. <laughs> we are starting and check out the Instagram page. We can talk about that one. Starting in like three, four weeks, give or take, we're going to have um, research Wednesdays because in jiving with, we want to shine other people's lights and expedite research to practice. Something that Aaron and I have seen that's kind of, well, to be frank, it just pisses me off. I find it very unprofessional is how some researchers work is not accurately presented or portrayed on social media. And that kills me because some of those are our colleagues that pour their whole hearts and their life's energy into creating research to move the needle forward on how we practice. And for those individuals to not get full credit for their research to be applied to patients that are not appropriate and all for clicks and likes, it just, oh my gosh, it's just wrong. It's just, oh, so instead of sitting there in the negativity, because I have enough dark Irish in there that I will sit and fester, we always turn it to joy and turn it to good. So on Wednesdays, um, and we'll have it listed, we've invited the researchers to come on and to actually, like on the First Bite Instagram podcast page, to actually talk about their work. So that way the misconceptions can stop and they can and they're accessible. They're there. So we know that these names on the front of articles, they're not just a name. It's a human that loves what they do. And I just, I feel very strongly about that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, and I think I know that for a lot of young clinicians, it can be overwhelming because there's all this information on social media. Mm-hmm. There's all this information everywhere. But one thing I've learned, especially in doing this podcast and in meeting a lot of people is that find people that you feel are authentic and genuine and you relate to and people that you want to be around because those are the people that I trust. And Mm -hmm. those are the people that are doing this for the right reasons. Cause I know so many, especially with feeding, so many people are very desperate for information because there's, you know, not as much out there, which there is a lot of information out there. It might not all be housed in speech pathology. So we have to look outside of our bubble and within other fields and be willing to kind of drop our ego a little bit to understand that there's information that might not be from speech pathology. And, you know, honestly, that's not taught. So like I put that back on us as faculty. Like we have to learn how to present the course material to meet Ash's big nine, mm-hmm. consolidate it into a semester, but also explain how this specific topic mm-hmm. relates to interprofessional practice. Mm-hmm. So like, and that goes for everything, like an Arctic or phonology impairment. What is the etiology driving the Arctic phonology impairment? Are we connecting those dots? Could it be hypertrophy of the adenoids or enlarged pal- palatine tonsils that are changing where the tongue is housed in the mouth? And you could do all the Arctic phonology therapy you want yeah. in the world, but it's not going to make the hill of beans difference until they have surgery to address the underlying mm-hmm. condition. Mm-hmm. And 
But are we talking about those red flags and why we need to get to a pediatric ENT that works in this? And I know that CAPSA, the Council of Academic Programs for Communication Sciences and Disorders, which is a thing they didn't know about until I transitioned into this world. But within CAPSA, they have IPP panels for this. Mm -hmm. So we're getting concentrated effort now in programs to teach IPP, but then it goes back to, but are the instructors that are teaching IPP, have they themselves engaged in it Mm -hmm. to know how to do it? And then when these students come out and we're acting in the role of clinical supervisors, are we teaching that there? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Also, there are so many patients to go around. Oh my God. The wait list and access is so absurd. So if we are actually getting to the underlying etiology instead of therapizing all these kids that might not need it. Is that a word? I love that. I think, I don't know. I hope so. Therapizing. <laughs> Therapize. <laughs> if, I make up a lot of words. You said I add S to the end of you words. You add S to all the things. No. Yes, you do. Ah. Mm-hmm. Names of things. Like you just feel like there should be an S at the end of them. Okay. Barry said, I do do that last you night. Do. I was you like, do. no, I don't. And he was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I know I add the word the in front of things, but like. And sometimes you'll just change them. <laughs> just like change a vowel somewhere. Oh, okay. Mm. Squirrel. It's okay. It's normal. It's okay. Part part of us. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm. I'm getting all in my feels. Okay. So we have both in the last Six months had major moves in our lives. True. Like huge moves. Mm -hmm. So, and then you just got this amazing opportunity. So what is it that you're doing and setting up that's phenomenal? Well, I'll be inpatient two days a week. So I'll be on all the floors, Mm -hmm. cardiology, ENT, GI, covering the hospital med floor, and then I'll be setting up, helping set up the inpatient to outpatient program. So kids that have been inpatient for surgeries or inpatient for oncology and are staying at the Ronald McDonald house, I'll see them post discharge to okay. kind of help facilitate that transition. Nice. And what I love is that they want you to focus on doing this through your advanced skill set because you've taken the courses, you've obtained the certs, but with a neurodiversity affirming trauma informed. Well, and here's the thing that I will say. (laughs) Folks, you couldn't see it, but her eyebrow just shot real high. (laughs) I'm so excited that everybody is talking about neurodiversity affirming care, trauma informed Mm -hmm. care. Like I'm so excited. There's a lot of people talking about a lot of things that when I look at their bios and I look at their history of courses, I don't see the training mm-hmm. of diving into what trauma-informed care is as a whole or what neurodiversity-affirming care is as a whole. And if you're seeking information, go to the people that have had training that, you know, when I'm seeking information on trauma-sensitive, trauma-informed care, I'm going to Kim Bartel, who has so much advanced training and clinical practice on what that is. And Mm -hmm. I'm taking that information and then I'm bridging it with my feeding therapy lens, which is why I'm trying to create more courses. I do have one on speech therapy PD, different bites for different brains. Not that I'm plugging myself right now, but I'm just saying like, (laughs) but like, 
it's great to take courses from people that, and I'm so grateful that people are trying to get that information out there, but sometimes it's really helpful to go to the source. And I would also recommend that you're looking at their bios, that you're looking at where their coursework has come from, because you can get not the best information either. Mm -hmm. And I think we're talking a lot about what not to do Mm -hmm. and that's great. But then what do we do? So there's a lot of courses out there on like, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, which is great because we need to know what not to do. But then what do you do? And that's huge. And so just make sure to go to the source, see where the information is coming from, look at their bios, look at their CVs, see where their coursework has been. I mean, I've spent the past about four years doing my neurodiversity, like doing all these courses that are neurodiversity affirming and are and trauma-informed courses and diving into the research and getting it from other... I've been learning from psychologists and OTs. I'm not saying that you should take any course from me, but I'm just saying like having all of this knowledge, I have this lens of looking at these courses and trying to make sure that if I'm going to take a course from someone that I know that they've been trained because... You're an informed consumer. Yeah. Especially because this is no joke. Like you're having this trauma-informed lens, or as Kim would say, using trauma-sensitive practice because we all have gone through trauma. It's just important to not take the courses you're taking lightly just Mm -hmm. because you want the information. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of ways to get the information, not from your field. Mm -hmm. I think occupational therapy has a better grasp on mental health than we do. I mean, it came Mm -hmm. from mental health. Taking courses from psychologists, a lot of the neurodiversity affirming courses I've taken with floor time have been from psychologists, from OTs. We don't have to get all the information from SLPs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was, I feel like that didn't sound that angry, but I just like, no, but it's, I'm seeing it everywhere and that's great. Like that's so great, but it's popping up so quickly. I'm like, have these people really taken, cause it, The other thing I will say about neurodiversity affirming and trauma-informed care is you have to take a lot of time to really look inward and be very introspective of yourself. And I want to know that the person that's teaching me about that has taken the time to understand themselves as a clinician Mm -hmm. and their therapeutic presence and sense of self. And that's not a journey that can happen very quickly. Yep. No, that is incredibly well said. I want to write again. Mm-hmm. And I love writing, the act of writing. And I love, I don't know, when an idea starts mm-hmm. and you just let it like consume you, but in the most wonderful way. But in the act of writing, when that happens, I feel like I, I just kind of shut down everything else around me. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But I feel like whenever I go to take on a new project, I have to go through a season of just being a sponge. So one of the projects that we want to talk about like and work on in the next year that Aaron and I have talked about, like I have to be a sponge, but then I have to be a sponge on peripheral. Like I need to understand different Mm -hmm. viewpoints And so I'm going to go to the periphery and then work my way back to the main idea, if Mm -hmm. that makes sense. I knew I'd get there. 
but that's so like I'm, I'm sponging right now. Like yeah. I'm reading all these different books. I literally have four different books going on, which it's kind of funny to me because um, I'm on Goodreads. Have you, do you have that app? Mm-hmm. I love that app. And so I can kind of see what my friends are reading. Also, my one sister-in-law only reads vampire books. My God, I didn't know there was that many vampire books. Oh yeah. Like vampire love books, mm-hmm. novels, whatever. Like that's just kind of funny. But I just, I'm reading all of these different topics that on the surface don't look like they're related, but like they are. And it's pulling me back mm-hmm. to the ideas that are nagging in my head. Yeah. Well, that's kind of my point too, is like a lot of, I think the ideas that you've come up with have come from reading books and diving into things that aren't related to our field. Yes. But so I like, gotta, don't be afraid. I think people are afraid to bridge outside. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite thing to do. Yeah. Uh-huh. And find ways that it connects. Mm-hmm. Well, Pack Dawson has had a whirlwind of the six months. So to be completely frank, everybody's like, so why'd you guys move to Virginia? What happened? Da, da, da. We had a season late last fall. My husband found out that his department was getting downsized and his director, wonderful, wonderful human director came and gave us a heads up and was like, Hey, I know you have a family, but after the first of the year, we're basically like gutting this whole department. And I wanted to let you know. And so we had talked about moving back to Virginia. I say late last fall, but it was probably like August, September timeframe. So maybe late last summer when we found all that out. So Christian, you know, put his resume out into the world and as luck would have it. And by grace, because he's a phenomenal human, God blessed us. And we had this huge Christmas bonus because he does amazing work and squirreled it away. And then after the first of the year, we found out his department was getting gutted and him included and blessed if they didn't give us a phenomenal severance package, including health insurance for like almost four months. And it was like the scariest moments of our lives because you just don't foresee that happening, but we knew it was coming. And even though it was this valley of a season, we had total faith and God laid out this dream opportunity before him. And it all happened so beautifully that he got the dream job and his security clearance came through right on my birthday. So he, we only had like, I think two weeks without having to like any study, like packed us and money's coming in, which is just, that's a very raw, very like, this is the real world. And so then, you know, as we, we call him daddy, that's what the boys call my husband. So daddy moved ahead of us to start the new job here in Virginia while we literally listed our house on a Friday night, sold it by Sunday morning, had seven, eight offers on it, put the offer on our house and they signed the contract the next day. And it was like, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. And in the middle of all of, you know, Christian going ahead, it was kind of like, okay, well, what, what am I going to do? Because it's a different state. Mm -hmm. That was terrifying. That was that mommy trying to figure out what mommy was going to do was terrifying because, you know, you go to a new place and you don't know, like, what is the world of evidence-based practice? Like, what are they engaging in? I found this amazing private practice and got a job offer and I was going to do home health. And then a former professor, I reached out, I had reached out to her and said, you know, Hey, I'm moving back to the area. Well, moving back to this area because I had never lived over here before. She was like, Oh my God, you got to apply for this job. Blah, blah, blah. So I applied and 
in less than two weeks, as of the first, I will be the director for the clinic at James Madison for their SLP program and an assistant professor. And I get to teach the courses that I love and bring peds dyspatia and feeding to a university clinic and in Virginia, which hasn't been done in Virginia history to my knowledge. And that is amazing to be able to put feeding and AAC like, and to be part of like this huge program because mm-hmm. JMU is like, has a huge program. They have undergrad, grad, and PhDs, audiology, speech pathology, online and on campus. And it's just very humbling that we went through this valley of a moment, but God put us where we're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And it's just, so no pressure, Michelle, don't suck at the new job. But like, it's just very humbling and joyful. And I am, man, has this been one heck of a amazing ride. And I'm so ex- if Michelle hasn't answered your text messages. <laughs> so Sarah, I love you. I've been drowning in text messages concurrent to all this. Aaron and I have been working on authoring something else and co-authoring two other things and had to have all of that. Oh my God, we got the final edits done Friday night. Friday night, a week ago, I thought it took me a week to recover. Mm -hmm. It literally took me a week to recover. Oh my God. We were like a basket case that got a minute, like what? 8, 39 o'clock. Yep. We did it. We did it. I'm living in a basement. Yeah. (laughs) It's a pretty nice basement, but I have an apartment soon. Uh End of August. Man, uncle are amazing humans and let me stay in their basement apartment in a really nice house. Well, I figured out where I wanted to live and save money because I bought two cars last year. Also, their driveway sucks. <laughs> and I scratched my new car on the rock wall because it's like two angles. It's like at a freaking 45 degree angle and the other one's at a 45 degree angle. And there's two. It's just, And I told my aunt, she was like, everybody's gotten into scrape mm-hmm. something in this driveway. Don't worry. But not have to get new car insurance because I got into two accidents. <sighs> Wait, my favorite is she calls and she goes, oh my God, there's a tiny, and I have her on speakerphone because like when she calls, she's always on speakerphone and Christian chimes in, which is just like the funniest thing in the world. Cause he's like honorary big brother to Aaron. And she's like, it's a tiny scratch. I did not and say the, a tiny scratch. I you, said it's a big scratch. No, by the end of it, it sounded like a damn door was falling off of your car. <laughs> and Christian was like, there goes the property value, Aaron. We're just, you just, you just lost all of your resale. It's, she's like, Christian. And I'm like. It's okay. Goose saw it and Goose goes, you know what? It's not bad. He goes, it won't lose the value of your car. It's a nice sports car. It's great. My Hyundai Elantra is a nice sports car to use. (laughs) Yes. It gets 49 miles per gallon though when I'm driving on the highway. So. Oh my God. I just want to pay it off soon. Uh 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 Goose wants to know when he can start driving lessons. And I was like, let us focus on riding a bike first. Yeah, he doesn't learn how to ride a bike. Yeah, we we got to work that. Okay, wait. When we bought the house here... We haven't told people like what happened here. Oh yeah. So we bought the house and we found out and the women, the people that lived here before us left behind three giant Flemish lops. Mm-hmm. So we had to pay all the monies to have somebody else's bunny rabbits rescued, which was for the freaking birds. So we had the bunny rabbits rescued. Then we found out that they butchered hogs in the basement of the house down this creepy concrete alleyway that is like not lit. So there's this weird smell. We found out that there were cameras in the shower and in our walk-in closet because girls washing her hair and she looks up and there's a camera 
staring back at me from the light that was not disclosed in the whatever the contract is when you buy the house. Mm-hmm. They didn't put that in there. So Christian was like, I was like, baby, what is looking at me in the shower? And he goes, baby, why don't you go ahead and get out of the shower now? And so then he went through and they all, it was a closed loop circuit terminated in the office. He has removed all of the things, but what the hey, hey. And the one in the closet, thankfully, had been painted over when they like repainted the house when we had that redone. It was very traumatic. What else did we have? We had a bunch of trees taken down. What else? There was just so much. Mm-hmm. Christian just... The garage doors fell. Oh, we had to replace all three garage doors. One of them, I we literally were here the very first day. And I kid you not, a giant windstorm came. And I was... Like taking a picture of Christian because he was being cute and funny. And so I was flirting with him, taking his picture. And the, I caught it on camera when the garage door bit the dust because of the windstorm, because it wasn't properly mounted, because the person who did things to this house didn't do them very well, but like neither here nor there. But we now have three new garage doors and motors and engines. We have mm-hmm. a new garbage disposal, a new dishwasher. What else? All the things. Oh my God, oh, we've spent all the things. But it looks really lovely. Oh, and we saged it. So we blessed it. We saged it. So it's safe now. So there's like no murdery pigs or ghosts hanging out. And that's important. So cameras are gone. Murder pig ghosts are gone. And it smells a lot better. So we're getting there. But I think that's it. It's been a very dramatic. This has been a lot. Yeah. This has been a lot. I'm just like, wow, no wonder we're exhausted. Mm -hmm. But this has been fun. I love the new colors. Yeah, I like the new colors. The new colors are great. And the curtains. I got velvet curtains, people, because I'm sensory seeking. And when I sit on the velvet couch, I can pet the velvet for the curtains. And Mm -hmm. I like that texture. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that's it. So five years later, Mm -hmm. we've each had moves. Yep. I've had one, two, three city moves. Okay. I've had five or six moves. Oh my God. Okay. We've had all of that. We've lost teeth, gotten teeth. Mm-hmm. Bears graduated speech therapy. Goose has graduated speech therapy. Haven't quite mastered the bike, but we're getting there. Mm-hmm. We're working on our core and our vestibular. Mm-hmm. I've um, lost three grandparents. You've lost three grandparents. Yep. Oh. Mm-hmm. We've had grand adventures. Mm-hmm. This has been lovely. So... Before we get super in the rest of our fields, we are going to bid everybody adieu to go have, I made cake, I made lemon blueberry cake with lemon icing with fresh blueberries and lemon twist on top because again, I do make good foods. So we're going to go do that. But thank y'all. Thank you for being with us while we've grown, while our families have grown and changed and evolved. And for celebrating the mountaintops and mourning with us when we're in the valleys. And that's life. But we want y'all to know that we are incredibly grateful. And we don't take it for granted how richly blessed this has been and the opportunity to shine other people's lights. Like that is, it is an honor to have these guests on and to share them and their gifts with the world. So thank you for being a part of First Bite. We have more goodness planned. And I don't think dog's going to make it the next five years. But girlfriend has held in strong. 
She's literally laying on both of our laps as we sit next to the camera or the microphone. Oh my God, words are hard. Yes. So stay tuned. Join us for some fun live guests on the First Bite Instagram account. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you.